Do not sit alone. Sit with someone. There's, there's one here. There's one. Yes, right there. That looks perfect to you. Amen. Amen. We're talking about faith. And uh, I, I want us to understand that we cannot do anything. We cannot grow. We cannot do anything without faith. We cannot do anything minus faith. Whether it is faith in God, whether it is faith in, in, in cars, whether it's faith in, 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 in a job, whether it's faith in fun, whether it's faith that like we cannot do anything without faith. We are built to believe and everyone has faith in something. Even they that say there is no God, they have faith in there not being a God. Okay? So we, 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 we must have faith. I have noticed that it is easier to, to, it is easier to have faith in different things. It is more difficult to have faith in God. Okay? It is more difficult to have faith in God. It is easier to have faith in other things. It is more difficult to have faith in God. And the reason it is more difficult to have faith in God is because uh, faith is a product of sight. Let me say that again. Faith is a product of sight. What do I mean? I mean that faith is built out of seeing. We cannot have faith in that which we do not see. So faith is built out of sight. I realize what I say. Faith is a product of sight. It is not built out of sight. It's not like out of sight out of mind. It is built. It, it is because of sight. It is what you see that develops faith. Okay? Okay? And faith in God becomes harder to develop because the faith in God is not dependent on your physical sight. It is dependent on sight but it is not dependent out of your physical sight. Okay? Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Um, do you have faith in your father? Do you know that your relationship between you and your physical father is built on your faith? Did you know that? Speak up. You see? So, because, because she is used to seeing the dad. Okay? She normally sees the dad. If, like every other time, she knows that the dad is there. She, she looks at her phone and the dad is calling and, 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 and her text and, and, and the dad is texting. 
Okay. And the dad is Jaxi. And uh, Amayuka is not happy with your fathers. <laughs> so, and because of that, it becomes automatic that she does not know, she does not realize that the relationship she has with the father is built up in faith. Because if she needs anything, she will call the dad, and the dad will say, What? Okay. And the dad will do what? Deliver. The only reason she calls her dad and not the boyfriend, if she has one, is because she has faith in the father, and the father has consistently delivered. On the day that she gets a boyfriend that delivers, which is a mistake for any man to do, You only deliver to your wife or your daughter as a man. Only. If she forces you to deliver, leave her. She's, she is, she is, no, she's for the streets. <laughs> okay? And it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you get 30 and you're single. You'd rather get 30 and you're single rather than get 25 and married and you end up into, into years and years of <laughs> So, because her dad constantly delivers, it becomes automatic and she does not think about it, meaning she does not doubt and every time she needs anything, that is physically oriented, she calls the father, the father will deliver. It is a product of faith. But because it's so natural, because it's too natural, because of the relationship and because of the consistency of the father, she does not begin to believe that the dad will come through. And because she does not begin to believe, she automatically lives in faith. And every instance that requires her dad to come through, she does not think about it. Meaning she does not doubt. In the day she begins to doubt, which will become even more difficult because faith in her father is deeply rooted in her. So it is harder to, to deeply root doubt. But in the day that she begins to doubt the father, then the father will stop delivering. That's what I'm saying. It is harder to have faith in God because the agent that builds faith, that is sight, is what we have not learned to develop. The day you develop the sight that the, the, the sight that authentifies or becomes the base and the foundation of faith in God, then believing in God will become easy. Last week I say there's something called accidental faith, where you have prayed, you've been answered, but you do not know how it happened. Every other time you have prayed, you were not answered. But this one time, you prayed and you were answered. It is accidental. 
faith has a formula in that every time you you practice that formula, the result is the same. But in the days you bundle on a formula, you will get a result. But you will not know how to rewind so that you can Understand what I'm saying? Understand what I'm saying? So, there is accidental faith. I'll, I'll mention these are terms I'm giving faith. These are not these are not things you will hear anywhere else. This is just how I am I am describing them so that I they can enable me teach. What's your name, sir? Yes, Ben Henry. Henry is not your surname. Okay, now I understand. <laughs> See, us who are normal people just have one intuition. But they that come from The only other people who have two English names are couples. Yes, because they, they take their their father's first name. So you are Lois, you get married to to Dennis and you recall Lois Dennis. You become Mrs. Dennis instead of whatever second name my English name. So so it's either them or the other. Amen. Let's get back to it. So, there is so much that needs to be done so that your faith, not your faith believing, but your faith, your salvation, that's better, so that your salvation can be a serious model. Are you okay, guys? Can be a serious model or can be a serious medium. Okay? Can be a serious medium. It's a, it's media, it's singular for media. It can be a serious medium on which when information is passed, the information passed through you is known through the eyes of your salvation. Let me try to explain that again. We have to build faith. Because there is so much that needs to be done. So that our salvation becomes a medium. That when we communicate through, people understand and know that this pastor or what is being communicated is authenticated. You, uh, how, many, how many are on Twitter? Instagram, Facebook, okay, okay. When, when, how do you know a celebrity's account? 
it's verified, it has a logic, right? So any, anything that is spoken through that, uh, uh, what is it called? Not platform. Uh, any, any tweet, anything that is spoken through that hand, through that page, you know that this one is authentic. You know if it is, if it's, if it's Betty, Nano, you know it's her speaking. You know it's not a parody account. You know it's not a lie. And when when that celebrity speaks, you are able to start and say, "Everyone say so and so say this and this and this." Why? Because the account is what is verified. So we need to have so much faith. We need to build our faith that our salvation becomes a media that is verified. You understand? Because nowadays you 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 say you are saved and you're ridiculed. You say you are saved and people have more reason not to believe you. You say you are saved and people have more reason not to give you a job. Why? Because the people who have come before us have 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 made salvation a joke. Why? Because they lacked faith. So it is up to us to do the journey of faith that everything we say, it either comes to pass or there is power in what we say, there is reason to believe that we are born again. Why? Because our salvation is authenticated by faith. The only sin in the scriptures is lack of faith. That's the only sin. You can sleep around. It is a virtual sin. It is a testament that you do not have faith. You can lie. It is not sin. It is a testament that you do not have faith. You can steal. It is not sin. It is a testament that you do not have faith. Because anyone who has faith has no reason to lie. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? For those who are joining us for the first time, it is a must. If you come back again, we pray that you do. You come with a notebook and a Bible. Amen. Amen. So faith is a prerequisite of pleasing God. It is the only thing that is required to please God. Faith is like a beautiful woman to a man when God sees you. Faith is like a handsome guy to a woman when God sees you. It's what attracts God. 
Amen. So we cannot afford to have accidental faith. Let me talk about something, another another level of faith that we will talk about someday. But let me just breeze through it. It's called doctrinal faith. Guys, we're just doing housekeeping. We are preparing ourselves <laughs> for for deeper work. Doctrinal faith. And now faith comes by what? And now faith comes by what? And by hearing what? Okay. And now faith comes by hearing one. So meaning when you hear, you get faith. It does not matter what you hear. When you hear, you get faith. And then it says, and by hearing the word of God. Doctrinal faith is faith that is built out of teaching. It is faith that is built out of teaching. Doctrinal faith is what separates believers. Is what brings a standard between the lives of believers. So one believer is exceptionally equipped in faith because of the substance of the teaching that they sit under. You see, as we grow, the last time you saw me take painkillers? Do I complain of headaches? I do. <laughs> I do. I call it end of China, you man. 
Manzi, I don't remember the last time I went to hospital. I went to hospital this week to take someone. Someone was sick and we took them to hospital. But but I don't remember the last time I saw a doctor. I I I believe I that stage for me is past. I understand by the word that by his stripes I was healed. It's in past tense, I was healed. I understand that when my body begins to act in the nature that it's not supposed to act in its old nature, it should be realigned. I believe the same for you. But you see, I cannot hear it for you. Because faith comes by hearing. So it doesn't matter how well I believe it for you, you will get sick. Until the day you begin to learn to hear it for yourself. I told you faith is a substance of what? Sight. In the realm where the faith of God is built, hearing and seeing are the same. Peter stands, he says, when I, no, not Peter, John, says that, and I, I heard the voice of an angel behind me. And then it's, in the next phrase he says, I saw the voice. In which world do you see voices? In the prophetic, we say we see words and hear colors. We see words and we hear colors. It's it's the same. Seeing, hearing, it's the same. That's not where I was going. So, uh, it is dangerous for you as you grow to listen to every preacher. You see how you are entertained by Mike Todd and then uh, the guy with dreadlocks and he has a Todd too. Huh? Todd White. And then Todd White comes and, and it's very it's very and then the other day you're posting for us uh, Bishop T.D. Jets and then uh, 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 which other Twitter do you the people listen to? Hmm? Yeah, Steve Fartik, you know, he comes there, he's built, you're like, wow, this is the word of God. And it's amazing. Uh, which other preacher? Which other preacher do you listen to? Yes, you. Yes. And, and Apostle Grace, and this amazing man of God. Okay? And then you come and listen to me, Kidogo. And then you listen to another person, Kidogo. But you're growing. And when you're growing, you do not know how to identify doctrine in preaching. I'm saying it's called doctrine on what? Faith. Faith. Doctrine basically means teaching. 
not know how to identify doctrine in teachings and preaching that you listen to everyone and listen to everyone and everyone and everyone and everyone and it becomes a danger because now you have you have imbalanced faith because you have you are fed from different sources and from different doctrines and there is a confusion and a mix in you that you do not even know and cannot even identify. That's why a church hopper never grows. Never. Never grows. Why? Because today they are here. They, 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 they hear a word. And because faith comes by hearing and the doctrine comes and, 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 and they are being and they are listening, even without them knowing, because because this thing is this thing is a principle and it works. You hear, you build faith, and then tomorrow you are in a different place. So the substance that is to develop your faith is not fully equipped for you to also move to the next place to be fully equipped. You become like a seesaw. Today you are high, tomorrow you are low, the next day you are high. The next day you are low. You listen to a preacher today, and 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 their message is a message of grace. <laughs> and then tomorrow, your next favorite preacher, their message is a message of sacrifice. And you know, most of the time, sacrifice disqualifies grace. But you're not mature enough to differentiate doctrine and to know doctrine. And my plea for you today is to settle down. Settle down. Grow. And then eat a zero. No, that's not zero crazy. It a kwa nomad. Manze watcher. There, there are people who go to churches where their doctrine is a doctrine of uh, 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 destroying altars. Altars of their ancestors and spirit words and, 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 and they are constantly destroying altars. And it works for them because it's scripture and it has to work. It works for them. But every time they come into a space where there is a challenge, you know where they go back to? They have to test that challenge through their lineage. And they will find out, you will always find out that one of your grandfather was a thief. You will always find out that one of your uncle was a liar. Always. Why? Because it's it's human nature. It does not have to be in your bloodstream. So today, you're breaking altars of being a thief. Tomorrow, you're breaking altars of being... You will constantly be breaking altars. And that is your faith, because it's doctrinal faith. Whereas some people will come and they'll say, Hey, man, say me, I am a new creation. Because this is my doctrine. I'm a new creation. The old has passed. So I do not have to struggle with what? The old. And by faith, everything is made new. So that which I would have suffered when I subjected myself to the doctrine of altars, I do not suffer. 
And I do not go to pray. Why? Because faith comes by what? So today, you're breaking altars. Tomorrow, you, you step into a space and, 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 and they're talking about... They're talking about... Uh, this, this is the doctrine of salvation. So in that church, Monday, you like constantly, you guys are being taught to, 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 to fear, like to, to... What's that verse? To guard your salvation with fear and trembling. And, and constantly you are taught about righteousness because, because you have to, to stay in that straight and narrow path. And your faith becomes that. And you are, you, you, depending on the doctrine you subject yourself to, you are either dwarfed or you grow to be a giant. So in other areas, you grow to be a giant and in other areas you are dwarfed. Why? Because certain doctrines are not wholesome because it's not the doctrine of Christ. So it is safe for you to stay with your one pastor at home who cannot speak English fluently. Teaches teaches not with big words and vocabulary but teaches true doctrine of the true doctrine of Christ. Why? Because in that space your faith is built. And that faith, when you grow, you, you understand that if you're patient, if you're patient, if you become patient and diligent, especially when it comes to, to, to being church members, you'll understand that when it comes to a time where there is need for you to grow in a different area, the Spirit of God automatically introduces that dimension into the church that you are in. Into the fellowship, into the communion that you are in. <clears throat> there is a Nigerian doctrine. Not that it's out of scripture, but it is a doctrine that is, is famous in Nigeria. Like, if you listen to five Nigerian preachers and you know how to identify doctrine, you will see it. So, doctrinal faith works, but it's dangerous, and it's mostly dangerous for people who are growing. You've ever gone to a church and all the young men were in your box? Now, I'm going to Manze, if if you come, Manze, come na skia, Manze, we skia kugocha na nyeleka bini. Sawa, just just do you, you know, just do you. There is liberty in the house of the Lord, but but that is an example of how everybody in that space flows. You go to a church and all the ladies are like, yeah, preach, preach. Na makucha nini like. Water, whatever, high heels, and, and there are specific types of dresses, you know. Kuna, kuna, water, kuna, ma weave, ama nini. Like, I come to me, Maliza, I go campus first year, naba weave. Why? Because, like, it's not because that's what they are taught, but I'm, I'm giving you an example to, like, when you look at them in the spirit, that is what they can do. What, what that 
house cannot conquer, no one in that house can conquer. Like what, what they do not have, what they do not have as a result of faith, if they, are, if they, if they have no faith for wealth, they are all broke. If there is no faith for healing, their churches are closed now because of Corona. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it is very important for you to guard what you listen to. Not every man of God is your man of God. Not every pastor is your pastor. And me, I'm so cool after this if you don't come back. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm confident. Because this is just what is the, this is what should be done. People should understand why they go to a church, why they are members of a church. People should understand why they follow a certain person. They should understand. It's not easy, easy trend, man. It's not a trend. So people are always praying for specific things. Like you go to a church and, 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 and everyone there before they marry they have to fast. Because one day it's a difficult thing to get a husband and a wife. And and that's what they believe. And there are tens. 10 things you must know before you get. 20 things you must know before you, you choose who to marry. And, and now faith dictates that you must know what? 10 things. And you endeavor to know the 10 things. That is just because that's what you're taught. That's what you're taught. Let's go to a passage of scripture. Luke 18. We'll talk about the theme of faith in, 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 in depth sometime. And you have to look at it. Are you at Luke 18? You're there? In the same way as answered prayer becomes a big motivation to you growing in faith, 
it becomes a huge danger. And most of the people are stagnant in their growth in faith because their prayers have been answered. I, I, I saw that and I was like, wow. Uh, wow, 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 wow. Like I was mind blown. Two things that when you pray and your prayers are answered uh, become a result apart from that which you are praying for and then, then it's answered. Two things. It either develops hunger or contentment. Most of the time, it develops contentment. And this is why the most dangerous prayer for you is the prayer of petition. And that is why uh, the devil feeds you with wants. So you, you constantly lack so that your prayer can be a constant prayer of asking. Give me this. God, I need this. God, I need this. And sometimes it's it's need, like it's desperate, like it's it's desperate need. It's school fees, man. They end up for for the second year running, and 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 man, they becomes difficult. I don't know if in campus you do this, but when you are in high school, you would pray or get saved when when it gets closer to exams, so that you can pass. But the the prayer of petition, the dimension of prayer that is called petition, that we that a place where you do not have because you do not ask. So people are now constantly asking. And because people are constantly asking, we're not even practicing other forms of prayer. We do not even know there are other forms of prayer. And every time you come to prayer, you say, God, today I don't want anything. I just want you. It's you are blackmailing God. Oh, when I tell you right things you want so that we can pray for them, you write, you write, and then when you're at number seven, you're like, what does the to spiritual? And then from seven to eight to ten, it's now spiritual things, you know? One method of God preserving you is by delaying <laughs> Withholding.
the journey of faith is the journey of First Corinthians chapter two verses nine, I think. Yes, let me check. Yes, it's the journey of a constant place. Can we read that? First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. Provision was not pegged on God. 
It's now because, because you were praying for him to provide a source for money. And now that the source of money has come, you are now content. And now your faith does not grow. Because you are... Do you pray for healing when you're not sick? Why? Because you don't need it. And the moment you are sick like this, you begin to pray for what? And God answers. And then what happens? Why? You don't need it. So when that day comes to move a mountain, Because God is that productive ATM. So there is no faith for wholeness. And a constant place of, Manze, thank you Lord for my healing. Thank you Lord because you've made me whole. Thank you Lord because you've made me whole. Thank you, Lord, because you've made me whole. Thank you, Lord, because I am healed. Thank you, Lord, because I'm healed. Today I'm not feeling bad. Thank you, Lord, because I am healed. So I continue to build my faith in that space. Even when I am not sick, I know I am healed. I know I am only well because I am healed. I live in constant wellness because I am constantly worked. So it's not an injection. If healing is to be taken away from you, then you will discover <laughs> you will discover uh, uh, let, let us not who wants us to try? Huh? To take away healing from them. We will return it. <laughs> <laughs> Contentment. It takes wisdom to understand that Manze that answered prayer. just a stepping stone. How many people looked up prayer frustrations? I said a few years back, last week I said a few years back I did, I did some threads on Facebook and, and, 
and I tell them prayer frustration. They told to go and look at them. Uh, they will help you. They will help you understand and, and, and know how to, to continually pray. My prayer for you is that you will never be content. My prayer for you is that you will never be content. That even in, in, in his faithfulness, in the faithfulness of God, it will not be an epitome for you. It will not be an epitome for you. You will never wait for the day you are in need to make certain prayers. You never wait for the day you, 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 you have no money so that you begin to ask God for money. It will be a system, a system of prayer, like God, I thank you for my provision. Consistent. I thank you because you are providing. Now I do have. And tomorrow I I know you have already provided. So I don't I don't rush into you. That is what that scripture is saying. Do not be anxious for nothing. Now you understand why your prayers are not answered. Because your prayers are embedded in anxiety. Because you have not cultivated faith to know that now I have, but he is still Jairo. Now I am healed. Now I'm not sick, but he is still Rafa. He is constantly that which he says he is. In my wealth, in my poverty, he is still the same. So I do not wait for sickness to speak healing. I am not content, always seeking for the need. Let's go to Mark chapter 9, verses 24. And this is the prayer of faith.
Jesus said, you people don't have any faith. How much longer must I be with you? Why do I have to put up with you? Bring the boy to me. They brought the boy, and as soon as the demon, the demon saw Jesus, it made the boy shake all over. He fell down and began rolling on the ground and foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? The man answered, ever since he was a child. The demon has often tried to kill him by throwing him into a fire or into water. Please have pity and help us if you can. Jesus replied, why do you say, if you can, anything is possible for someone who has faith? At once, the boy's father shouted, I do have faith. Please help me to have faith. In my Bible it says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. That is the prayer of faith. It's, it's the constant prayer of faith. Mother God, I believe, help my unbelief. Because God is funny. And it's not even like it's not even like it's not even a joke. Like Monday it's too serious. And and I wonder why sometimes he does certain things in the way that he chooses to do them. Today you will have faith. Things will happen. And then tomorrow God will, will just decide to do it. It's a new dimension. It's a new dose of magic. There's a new dose of faith that's needed. You, you're sitting here, you're thinking, hey, Monday, you see that person who, who opens blind eyes, blind, blind eyes, blind eyes. That guy has faith. And that guy is constantly praying. Lord, I believe. <laughs> Help my unbelief. Because there are areas that God wants you wants to take you, wants you to conquer, that the faith you had yesterday. Uh, I busy work here. I space. I busy work. So the prayer of faith is being at a consistent place of humility and knowing that wow, 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 wow I have done this today. I do not go in my own experience. I do not go out in my own experience tomorrow. It is God. I have faith. Help me have even more faith. You cast out demons, people are free, people like you are the OG of this thing. And when you go back to God, God, I have faith. Help me have even more faith. 
It's a state of showing that I am not content with that which I have accomplished today. I am not content with my legacy. Amen. Amen. Let's read Luke and then we finish. This will be a long one. Back it up. Then he spoke a parable to them. Verse 1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. See? There was a, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, Get justice for me, for my adversary. And he would not for a while, but after a while, he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wears me. She worries me. She makes me tired. Sometimes the prayer of faith is exercised in consistency and persistence. It is not that God becomes like this judge and gets tired and collects. No, it is the test of faith. Is it that I will pray today and be like, ah, and then tomorrow, and then the next day, and then like, ah, and then God attacks? Remember the example of Daniel, where the angel comes and tells him, even before you pray, the heavens heard you and they sent an answer. But you will pray for 21 days, and that answer had been sent. It So sometimes you begin to pray for something, and that thing has been delivered to you. I, I want you to live with the mindset of everything has been given to you. Because scripture says, he has given us everything that pertains to life and So, every time you get into prayer, that which you already prayed for has what? Has been given. You pray from a place of God, I thank you for answering my prayers. Because there are times when you consistently pray, and because you're consistently praying, like Daniel, you are not praying for the answer of your prayer, but it is your faith that is summoning the release and breakthroughs for your answers to get there. Like the angel comes and says, I was sent, but I came, and when I got to Persia, the prince of Persia withheld me. This is an angel speaking. Meaning, it wasn't a get. They were not withheld at at Oile Fence, Yapaja, Ile Okuta, at the gatekeeper of Al Kaya, Wei, Jolbana. No, it was, it was, it was, 
It was spiritual. So the answers to the prayers had come. But the 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 the, the territorial authorities of the region that Daniel was in had decided that there is no there is nothing that does not belong to their spiritual realm that will access the territory. You understand? And Daniel continues to pray, and it is his prayers that summons Michael, an angel of higher hierarchy, to come and wage war between him and the princes of Persia, so that the angel that was sent, which was Gabriel. There was a time that some people were having the night of angel Gabriel, and I was like, hey, okay, you know, angel Gabriel is a lower ranking. <laughs>
find faith in the earth. So this was not a story about a woman consistently praying. This was a story about a woman who addressed a judge consistently knowing that the judge will answer to my request. She had faith in the judge. And the question is, when the Lord returns, will he find faith on the earth? And we're not talking about the return, the second coming, trumpets, no, and, and ask me to, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when constantly, constantly when, when, when Christ views you, constantly when, when, when Jesus looks at you, does he see faith? When every time you go into prayer, is there a record that can be that that faith came in today with faith. That faith cannot do it. Let's go on. Also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. Hey! <laughs> I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. Let's pause there. There is a place where continuous practice of church tradition and scriptural traditions negate faith. God has no obligation to answer you, to give you measures, press down, shake it together, running all the you give. Like God does not answer to your giving. He does not answer to your fasting. So you can pray five times a day. You can five, you can fast five times a day. He does not answer to that. He does not answer. He has no obligation to answer to your perfection in Christianity. He does not care about that. There is a place to bring out your records. There is a place where you are like, as a time, you're like, no God, I can't die. I have done something for you. And then there is a place where, hey, man, if you pray like me, God, I pray that in all my prayers, may you find faith. I told you last time, you cannot go pray 
you cannot go asking God and decree and declare. To whom are you decreeing and declaring? You cannot go and decree and declare certain things. God and Apostle are like, what? Sasa, you decree and declare to me? Like, who? Like, like, words have meanings. Words have meanings. They're not, they're not bragado in the place of prayer. You've, have you heard those people who pray, Father God, I thank you. As you say in the book of Nini, Nini, Nini. As you say as you say and I quote scriptures. I love when I amen. I'm not talking about like, wow, wow, wow. Who let's say, and I pray. Uh-uh. good cramming abilities. Nothing else. Nothing else. God does not respond to you quoting scriptures. Otherwise, Sunday school children will be the OGs. On the quote account, because so bad. On the quote account, we have a bit. Hey, 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 hey. This is a lafutunona. My view is there on a tembea why? Because God does not respond to, to you speaking out scriptures. He responds to the faith. He responds to you having faith. So there's a tax collector. Uh-huh. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector standing afar off would, would not so much as rise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God be merciful. Uh, God be merciful to me, I'm a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Then they also brought infants to him that he might touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. Before we go to 15. Humility is not being an introvert. We do not see an introvert if we say that person is humble. Because what would make the rest of us Because the world is unfair to us, extroverts. In as much as we practice humility and we learn to be humble, we will never be humble. Just because we speak our minds open and we can... Humility is not being silent. It's not being soft-spoken. The most arrogant people are humble people. It's called humble disobedience. <laughs> Man say humility is not is not is not a personality. It's a virtue of the Spirit of God. It's a virtue of the Spirit of God. 
You see, one of the things about knowledge is that it makes you buoyant. What do buoyant things do? They flamboyant. Characteristic, which is, which is, it's not one like like they have many characteristics, but they have one one characteristic, which is, yeah, yes, yes, they float. <laughs> they are not heavy; they are light. Knowledge makes you. knowledge makes you what? Buoyant. And because God is a God of knowledge and the realm of the spirit is a realm where only the people who have knowledge <laughs> survive, God offers a virtue that holds you down. That virtue is called humility. So a Pharisee was a teacher of the law. They did not have a constitution. They were not lawyers. When it says they were teachers of the law, they were teachers of the law of Moses. The guiding principles of the tribe and the nation of the not of the tribe of the tribes and the nation of Israel were the laws of Moses. And the people who knew the law, studied the law, they were called Pharisees. The people who would teach people what to do and what not to do. They were called Pharisees. Meaning they were what? Full of knowledge. They knew the law. They practiced the law to the latter. Like it was strict for them. And then the tax collector was... The average Kenyan was the Kenyan politician, was the Kenyan policeman. And here comes two people who know. Cut the long story short. I'm telling you, as you grow in knowledge, grow in humility. As you grow in knowledge, grow in humility. When you understand how to, to, when you understand how to work faith, 
It's called the gift of faith. It's the working of faith. Like it's, when you understand how to work faith, always come back and do the prayer of faith. God, I believe, help my belief. God, I am like this because of your mercy. God, I am only like this because you have shown me mercy. Then they also brought infants to him that he might touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. Then Jesus called them to him and said, Let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Let me rectify that. Not, not rectify, let me explain that. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, what does that mean? What does that mean, Steve? Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, what does that mean? With? such is the kingdom of God. Surely I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will not, will by no means enter it. Why is it that we receive the kingdom of God like children? An educated answer? A child's like answer. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Um I think it is the way if you tell a child do this, they just do it. Okay. This is the word you use. Faith is for foolish people. Faith is for those people who are told, whatever he tells you to do, and then when they are again, and One of the reasons why it's taking us 
longer to see certain things in the move of God is because of our nature. As Kenyans, we, we know it all. Even the person with the least education knows it all. Uh, that video, remember that video uh, of this guy being asked uh, if he saw the safari <laughs> rally? And he's like, eh, manze yata beste angu, mwenye kupale chini, anawuzanga sdui nini, alishinda hiyo rally. You've seen the video. Ukienda kwa fundi wanguo mkenya, umempelekea design, haezi kushow, manze hii, hii siwezi. Kwa like, ah, hii, hii tutafani. So, it's taking us longer to see certain things that the kingdom of God is, is that are, are beneficiary of the people of the kingdom of God because we, we are too educated. Like, man, the level of, of educated people in Kenya like, as compared to other African countries. Because of that, we do not know values like loyalty, We do not know these things, these kingdom principles that 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 guarantee stuff. We do not know them because But on the day, on the day it begins to happen here. How many saw that video of? watu wakikula nyasi wanakulishwa nyasi kwa church wanakunywa petrol how many how many how many how many There was a clip trending of a while ago, some time ago, of uh, it's not recent, of a South African prophet petrol. But of course, you know, with social media and things being taken out of context, uh, and because we are Kenyan, like ah, But Manze, you go watch that guy and you listen to him progressively and you realize, wow, 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 wow. you are just educated, you don't have faith. Now the point was, you can drink petrol and nothing will happen to you. Like that was the point. And because they are people of faith, they exercise faith and people drink petrol. And no, 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 Steve and that was just the point. But because they're in a country where people are just people, you know? People don't question these things. But like, let them, ah, they can't find any to kill me. Because of that, things work for them. And, and people are like, they don't get to land a good aside. I'm not saying we drink petrol. I'm not saying that's the wise thing to do. Uh, uh, according to human wisdom. 
But I'm saying the kingdom of God is for our people who are what? Who are childlike. And now when you look at it from that perspective, how do you feel? That those people have a guarantee to receive more of the kingdom of God than us. Because we look at things, we look at things from the parameters of logic, from the parameters of education, from the parameters of And we are here. God, we believe. Help our belief. Uh, let me boil a few minutes and then we finish. Uh, where are we? Where are we? Yes, now a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. And he said, All these things I have kept from my youth. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, you still lack one thing. Sell all you have and distribute to the poor and you will have a treasure in heaven and come, follow me. But when he heard this, he became very sorrowful for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he became very sorrowful, he said, How hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Let me explain something here. One, Jesus is not saying you do not become rich. Okay? Because there is a context to this conversation. And the context is of a rich man who was told to sell everything and follow him. And he became sorrowful. And then he said, how hard is it for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. It is the precedent that qualifies this statement. So do not live a life of poverty telling us you are living for Christ because you don't want you want to enter the kingdom of God because a camel cannot enter through the eye of a needle. Secondly, you do not understand what the eye of a needle is. The eye of a needle sits in Daniel Kushona The eye of a needle was a gate in the cities of old. That gate was used by goats, sheep, and small animals to enter the city. So it was hard <laughs> for a camel to enter through that gate because it was meant for what? It was an example that is viable to them. Don't look at the needle and see a camel and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa I can't do it. <laughs> this is context. When you read scripture, you read scripture out of context and out of, a, out of a history. There are things in scripture that are historical. For you to understand, you have to understand the historical context. So that is what the eye of a needle is. Because some Christians are living in poverty because they do not want to be rich. Because they want to enter through the eye of a what? Because I know a scenario <laughs> so, so the uh, like the gates of the city 
could not be opened just for cows because it was security. So they had to create a small gate in corners where goats would go out of the city and come back in. Sheep would go out and so a camel would not use that. So the context here was a man who was asked to leave everything he had, to give up everything he had, because riches provide faith. Riches provide, in fact, in Proverbs it says, uh, uh, wealth is a weapon. So a poor man will always die. <laughs> but wealth is a weapon. So when Christ is telling this rich man, he's telling, forgo your faith in what you have so that you can acquire the faith of the kingdom. So in the day that you get rich and your faith is embedded on whatever it is that you have, then you qualify to be poor according to this scripture. You don't live a life of poverty and a life of not having faith. You'd rather have faith in your riches. You can't suffer twice. You can't suffer here and suffer in the other. In the other. You can't suffer twice. So you become poor here, suffer, and then you get there and you're told, ah, you guys, you did not have faith. Suffer, tell <laughs> So, this is not a doctrine of poverty. It is an explanation that whatever you, it is that you have, you are practicing the law. You are keeping the law. But whatever it is that you have is what is harboring you from entering the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God is a kingdom of faith. You enter the kingdom of God like a child because a child will always have faith. A child will trust in whatever you tell them. But this rich man cannot afford to give everything he has because his faith, his sustenance, his provision is what he has. Can we continue to read? Verses? Yeah. And those who heard it say, Who then can be saved? But he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with what? The thing, because if this rich man cannot be saved, the, there was a problem in that era. Where, where, where the, the, the socially rich, like people who are graded in their social economic, so, so you are better off, you are a good man if you were rich. So if this rich man cannot be saved, then Manze, how about us? Because they lived in an era where for you to atone for your sins, you had to have what? A, a sacrifice. A sacrifice was wealth. So if you took gods to atone for your sins, that means you were what? If you did not afford a dove, remember it went down to a dove, like ngombe, mbuzi, kuku, nini, paka, dush. So a, a man who could only afford a dove would take a dove for it to be sacrificed so that if you read if you read the offerings that were there, one offerings because maviaku. You are surprised because you don't read. It's not that the, the, the offering was bad; it was what they would afford. 
So if the rich could not be saved, in that umtu amepeleka, unachua ukipeleka ndege, dush, na mimi kama mbuzi. Of course utatiambia, eh hey, ule huyu mimi nitasamewa zaidi kuliko because that's how we think as humans. So they were like, wow, 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 if this rich man cannot be saved, if this rich man cannot be saved, how about us who do not have anything? And then God, God, Jesus says, for what is impossible with men is possible with God. It's a statement of faith. To tell them, man, say, it just requires faith. Sorry, I'm taking your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are we? First? 28. Uh, so, so it's... Then Peter said, See, we have left all and followed you. So he said to them, Assuredly I say to you, There is no one who has left his house, or parents, or brothers, or wife, or children, for the sake of the kingdom of God, who shall not receive many times more in this present time, and in the age that is to come, in the eternal age that is to come. Again, again, Christ does not tell people to leave their families. You've heard of people getting born again and then they leave their families. Why? Because scripture says you have to leave your people. No, he's saying all these things are structures of faith. Parents, houses, brothers and sisters, they are what builds faith. Like a household that has children. Children will be, like if I have a big, how many have big brothers? Put up, put up. How many have big brothers who have been to who have been abroad? Okay. How many have big brothers who work? Put up, put up. How many have big brothers and sisters who work and and whenever they need something, hey, bro. I want this faith. And that is what scripture means. That is what scripture means. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will finish. We will finish. Mm-hmm. What, what else? Where verse? verse? That's one. Then he took the twelve aside and said to them, Behold, we are going to Jerusalem. We are going up to Jerusalem. And all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be accomplished. For he will be delivered to the Gentiles and will be mocked and insulted and spit upon. Uh, they will scourge him and kill him. And the third day he will rise again. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them and they did not know the things which were spoken. There is a faith that comes out of understanding. Remember Jesus spoke in parables. He said he spoke in parables that he hides these things. So lest they hear, understand, and believe, and be saved because the time for their salvation had not yet what? 
come. So every time when God speaks, because it is faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Every time God speaks, certain things that God speaks, they are called the secrets of faith. Why? Because they are hidden. So that they are hidden, so that they that understand can have faith. So God would speak openly, but not everyone would live with faith. Why? Because when he speaks, they are concealed. Even in our day and time, there are things that are concealed. There are times, there are times I'm, 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 I'm listening to someone and, and I begin to hear things they are I begin to hear the things they are not saying through the things they are saying. Why? Because the things that they are saying are secrets, but they are open secrets. They, 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 are, they cover certain things. I pray that every time you are sitting under the teaching of the word, may your understanding be open to hear things that are being said without being said. Because it is through those things that you receive understanding and receive what? Faith. He was he told them, like, look, look, look at this, look at this, look at this. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. And all the things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be accomplished. Remember, these are people who have always been told concerning the prophets. They've been told about what has been written by the prophets, what the prophets have been saying. Like there was a prophet and he said this and this and this. They know. And Jesus repeats that. But they do not do what? They do not understand. And they're like, Jesus, what are you talking about? We do not understand. Because it doesn't look like a secret. There's a faith that comes out of understanding. There's a faith that comes out of understanding. There's a faith that comes out of living your parents. There's a faith that comes out of living the world. Like, like for going, like, hey, but then me wealthy doesn't disturb me. But there's a faith that comes out of understanding. And this, I, I, don't, I don't know if you see this. I don't know if you see. I pray that you see scripture like this. He, he, he talks to them. He talks to them, meaning that the disciples and other people are in a crowd. And then he decides, let me take my disciples aside. He pulls them out of the crowd and tells them something. Every time Jesus would speak in a parable, he would pull the disciples back and explain the parable to them. Because the secrets of the kingdom are not for everyone. We are all born again, but we do not all qualify. The scripture says that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. But it is the glory of kings to search after their secrets in the kingdom. Their secrets in the kingdom. But they are kings and they are servants in this same kingdom. Let's start. Wednesday is our meditation day. Every Wednesday is our meditation day. We take what we have written, we sit down and begin to meditate over the word of God. Every Wednesday, beginning this week. You understand what I'm saying? We take everything, everything. So on Wednesday, when you wake up, it is your it is day, it's a, it's a specific day. To meditate on what we have been learning. 
to meditate, marinate, and begin to see these things come to happen. Amen? Amen? Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Do you have your offering? Father God, I thank you for the giving of your people. I thank you because you have provided and we are practicing your word. I pray that as we give, see our faith. And I pray that as everyone gives, they give out of faith. In Jesus' name. If you're giving by a person, the number is 07? 0707 Say that again. 0707 The offering basket is at the door. Uh, Chela. That is Chela. Move, move, move so that we can see. Yes, that is Chela. She will be collecting the offering. I want us to, I want us to practice coming to church with what? Coming to touch with what? Coming to touch with a what? With an offering. Alright, God bless you. God keep you. You are blessed. Uh, leaders and those... If you want to...